Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. Well, it's fall, y'all. Good morning. I am Steve Summers. Since it is fall, I thought we'd start off with Lockwood Park. Fall on the Farm is underway. Nicole Cabe is here to give us more details from the Rockford Park District. Tell us more, Nicole. Yeah, on Fall on the Farm, we're we're open every Saturday in October, uh, the remainder of this uh, year, and we have our wonderful pumpkin patch. Um, you can take a free wagon ride up to the pumpkin patch and get your pumpkin for $7 right out of the patch where it grew. That is about as fresh as you can get it when you pick your own pumpkin right out of the patch. <laughs> like that. Yes. And we also have smaller pumpkins for sale for $5, um, smaller pie pumpkins. And with a purchase of any of those pumpkins, you can paint a pumpkin for free. How cool is that? Now there's pony rides too, and that happens a lot there, doesn't it, Lockwood Park? Yeah, we have pony rides every Saturday throughout the season, and that's $5 per person. Very cool. And don't forget about the picture by the big cow, which is a staple at Lockwood Park. You can't say you've been to Lockwood Park until you get a picture by the cow. Definitely. And then don't forget to visit our real live farm animals, too. We have we have cows, we have pigs, sheep, goats, chickens, ducks, donkeys, and we have rabbits, too. <laughs> and don't forget horses. Um, the horses on our for our trail rides, those are $35 for ages 8 and up. And we're having our trail rides on Saturdays as well. So the fall picturesque, it's very um, outdoorsy there, very you know rural. It's a perfect place to enjoy the fall colors. You got the bridge, you got some great photo opportunities. There's some great memories to be made. Yes, definitely. And it's free to enter the park and all the photo opportunities are free. Um, we also have free games, a free corn maze up by the pumpkin patch where you have to take the free wagon ride to get to it and a free straw maze too. Which is so cool. Now, is there a website we can go to to get more details and directions if we're from out of town there is it's just lockwoodpark.com lockwoodpark.com that was way too easy (laughs) it is (laughs) awesome well we hope the weather is going to be great uh you've got one two three like three saturdays really until halloween this ends in october so you only have these three more opportunities correct correct and uh, we started last saturday and it was packed and it was a beautiful day so we're hoping for great weather again and the hours of the uh, park on saturday 10 a.m to 4 p.m all right so you have six hours to capture some great memories and uh, make some new memories and Maybe you can get yourself your pumpkin in a ride. That's so cool. It should be sunny and 60 is what we're looking at for the forecast for Saturday. So thumbs up to Lockwood Park. Thank you so much for popping in, Nicole. We appreciate the update. Thank you for having me. More of This Week in the State Line in a moment. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. 
Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? Sup? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel, has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. When I was in Iraq, our convoy was hit. It was bad. After I came home, I could still hear booms and see tracer fire. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. With help from DAV, I was able to begin to heal. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Today I'm part of DAV. We're veterans helping veterans to get the benefits they've earned. And I give my veterans my all. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Naomi Mathis, thank you for your service. May your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
This week in the State Line is on. I am Steve Summers being joined by State Representative Dave Vela. He is with the uh, 68th District, well, with the House of Representatives in Springfield, uh, here from Rockford as well. Hi, good morning. How are you, Dave? Great. How are you? Very good. Uh, welcome to the show. So I was just, uh, what I do on Facebook, you know, stalking you. Uh, you are Rockfordian <laughs> all your life, which is great. Yes, I have lived in the area my whole life. I mean, I left for college for a couple of years, but I loved coming back here. And, and then I practiced law here for, for years and years after. And uh, also you are part of the, uh, well, you went to Boylan High School, but also Keith School as well, correct? Uh, no, actually, my daughter went to Keith. I was on the board of Keith. Uh, I went to public school through um, high, middle school and then went to high school at Boylan. So you really are a proponent for education in the uh, state line area because you actually have been through the system. I have. I've been through just about every system, and my son actually went to Lutheran. So I've been through just about every private and public system in the, in the area. So you got a good insight on education in the state of Illinois. When you yes, yes, I do. Uh, so obviously, um, I think there's a big session coming up, and uh, you're going to be a big part of that for uh, multiple days now. What's on the docket ahead? What can we, you know, your constituents expect as you go into this next session downstate? Well, statewide, we're, we're going to be talking about the congressional maps. Um, congressional maps, that would be Cherry Bustos, uh, Adam Kinzinger, that, that, that group, the federal maps. We'll also be talking about what's called sub-circuits, which are uh, judicial maps. Um, and I will be pushing at least a few incentives or a few initiatives of my own, one being um, an electric vehicle incentive for the Chrysler plant, or what used to be Chrysler, now it's Stellantis, and uh, a vocational training bill trying to bring more vocational training to the area. Now, when you're talking about the uh, electric guitars, uh, you're a big part of uh, an energy bill that has put the state of Illinois, like, 15th in the country for, like, being so resourceful with our energy. Uh, is this another step in that process for you? Oh, for sure. You know, when we, we're going to be shutting down uh, much of our coal plants and relying a lot on um, solar, but also nuclear energy, which was very important to me, especially because of the Byron plant. Um Stellantis is, like most of the car companies, are moving towards an electronic model, an EV model, uh, and I want to make sure that those jobs come back here as part of it. And I think our energy bill was the first step. This will be a next step, and there will be many steps after. As far as, like, you know, creating jobs and stuff, are you a part of the uh, construction bills and all that extra money coming into the city of Rockford from the state? I That was, yes, that was very important to me. I, I, I feel like it is my job, basically, to bring jobs back to the area. Um, I think, to a certain extent, a lot of people uh, in Chicago have a lot of power, uh, and they forget about Rockford sometimes. So what my job down there is to make sure that not only jobs, but training for the next, you know, the next generation of manufacturing and the next generation of trades comes back to Rockford. A lot of people think about this us and them mentality. Uh, you're more of it's all of us. I mean, do you speak with the Rockford mayor, Tom McNamara, a lot? Do you speak with the other mayors in the area? I speak with every, yes, all the mayors in the area. In fact, uh, my district includes McChesney Park, Lowe's Park, um, Rockford. It's going to be including Belvedere area pretty soon. I think of this area as a, a region. I don't think of Rockford sitting by itself. I think Byron, uh, Rockford, Chesney Park, Lowe's Park, even Roscoe, Rockton are all part of one continuum. And we're not Republicans or Democrats. I do believe that we are of the northern Illinois region, the state land region. 
And the only way we're going to prosper is if we think like that. I kind of think like you maybe have a leg up on anybody else because you grew up in this area. You know the park. You know the Loves Park. You know the Rock River. And that that's really got to play in your favor when somebody says, well, we need this. Well, we got that over you know down the street. You know, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, we were just talking about things that Rockford has that no one outside of Rockford really knows well enough. Anderson Gardens, uh, Ski Bronx, um, Discovery Center. Those are great little pieces that I can show down in Springfield. But also... We've got great manufacturing workers. We've got, you know, uh, CNC machines where, where we're building the biggest um, stellar telescope in the history of the world in, in the Ingersoll cutting tool. So there's some great things happening in Rockford. And because I've lived this area my whole life, I can see them and I can talk to people about them. So then being here, you know, a life Rockfordian, as many of us are, the Hard Rock Casino, that was always just one of those pipe dreams and now that's coming to actual proficient it's going to happen so um you were a big part of that or at least you, in the last couple of months right and so you're excited about that whole venture i am very excited not only because of the taxes you know that will be coming to us but also you know a lot of new jobs and i'm hoping what it is and so the the the, the casinos in my district um what i'm hoping is it will spur not only people to come here and, and spend their money here but development right so you have Mercy Hospital at one, you know, one side of 90 over by Riverside, and you have the casino um, off of 90 by state. And I'm hoping that this will spur development along the 90 corridor so that we can really, you know, bring manufacturing, bring some new restaurants, bring some, you know, quality of life stuff to the area. We're talking to uh, State Representative Dave Vela, uh, just about everything and anything that we want to this morning. So um, I'm just try- trying to put it all together. So when the whole the license for the Hard Rock Casino was in play. Were you a part of any of those conversations? Well, I, not specifically, no. I was. That was before my uh, time. However, I would say this has been going on. So my grandfather was a state representative a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Zeke Georgie was his name. He, he pushed, he was the father of the lottery. He pushed a lot of gambling expansion. And this was something that he was working on. And actually, I helped him a little bit before he passed. I have been a big proponent of it since. And since now it's in my district, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing all I can to make sure not only is it a smooth transition, but that they, they buy in wholeheartedly to the community. So what are you working on next? What's the, uh, the, I guess, things that you want us to know about that's not out there yet or things that you can tell us? Or, or what are you working on next? So, like a we, we've just, so well, my first goal is to bring, obviously, more manufacturing back. This electric vehicle thing has been – I've spent uh, maybe – I spent a good three, four, five hours a day lobbying people to remember that the, the Chrysler plant is one of the great um, assets the state of Illinois has. So I I want people to know that there's there's rumors out there the Chrysler plant isn't, is not in, you know, is not on the, is in the chopping block, but it's not. I'm working my, my tail off to make sure it doesn't happen. The other thing I'm working on is um, I'm attempting to uh, bring you – know, I'm a big fan of police, right? I was a criminal defense attorney for 25 years. I've known a lot of police officers, and they're 99.99% are great people, but we need more of them. So I'm trying to find a way downstate to uh, incentivize police officers, people who want to become police officers, and to stay in the force for a while because people from the area know their area. So people from Rockford know Rockford. And if we can get more people from Rockford to want to be police officers in Rockford or Loves Park or McChesney Park, uh, the safer our streets will be and I think the happier our, our constituents will be. 
And, you know, I do really believe you when it comes to employment, because I was at that Workforce Connection job fair at the Lubeck or Automall a couple of weeks ago, and you actually yeah. took the time, you talked to every vendor, you talked to whoever was looking for a job, you were just trying to find out information. Uh, is that just personal knowledge that you can take back and say, here's what I see and what I'm hearing? It is. I've been working with all the different chambers of commerce, uh, the Parks, Belvedere, and Rockford, trying to find a way to get as many people to work as possible. Um, and what I've been doing is going not only to employees, but employers and finding out what are they hearing? What, what's stopping people from going back to work? And what can we do to incentivize people to get back to work so we can get the economy moving again? There were some, there were some great people there. That was a great, that was a great fair. And thank you very much for coming. Uh, and hopefully we'll have more as, as the, as the months go on and we can start getting people back to work. I know you got to bring it up because it's it's part of our fabric now. Uh, COVID nineteen. I know you're part of a, a lot of fundings for businesses and for those who are looking for jobs and and trying to keep their homes. Uh, do you see that continuing in the next session? That'll be another thing you're going to be voting on to continue that or create more opportunities. I think the our economy got got ravaged by COVID nineteen. I think there's going to be more help for small businesses, and I'm trying to to champion that. Who knows what the next level of variant is going to be? I, I'm just going to urge everybody to, to, to you know, wear the mask if it's appropriate, get a vaccine if they if they can, and slow the spread. You know, we have this last year has been has been hard on a lot of people. I'll do whatever I can to make it better. I just who who knows what the next level is going to be? You know, who knows what the next level is going to be? If we follow you on social media, you see a lot of people. You're helping out a lot of constituents. They're sending thank you letters. So. If I have a problem, if it's big or small, how do I reach out to you, and and how can I get help, or or email, or phone numbers, or an address to send something so that it may help not only myself but everybody else in my community as well? Sure. Yes, I pride myself. We have a, we have an office open nine to five every day. Um, it's at four zero zero seven North Mulford Road in Loves Park, right in the corner of Riverside and Mulford, right across from the Walgreens. Um, if you want to come in, we're like I say, we, we accept welcome. We welcome walk-ins. Uh, our phone number is eight one five three two nine seven four. I'm sorry, six seven four one. And uh, the email address is state rep Dave. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, rep Dave Vela at gmail com. I answer the phones and I answer the emails just to make sure that you know everybody gets seen and heard. We have been doing some great work getting people back money from iCash, helping people with their uh, unemployment helping people with their FOID cards and any other problems people have. So please come in. That's what I'm here for. All right, again, 815-329-6741, I believe, is the phone number you said, correct? That's correct. At 407-4007 North Mulford Road in Loves Park. Great. Well, I appreciate the time this morning. I know you got a big session coming up, and uh, the census, of course, creates all those new maps. So uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be some tedious work. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at oh, you know, I have it's always fun. It's always fun. Uh, do you, you hopefully you pick up even more constituents? I know you were saying you're going to pick up Belvedere now as well, so that's going to put you into a whole different realm of people and more connections and more conversations, probably, than you probably think you have now. Yes, and hopefully, more people I can help. That's the goal. That's the goal, which is awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time today, sir. All right. Have a great day. Yep. State Representative Dave Vella will continue more of This Week in the State Line in a moment. When the forgotten poor are suffering and in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. Heroes of Mercy. 
like these. Every human being has the right to be treated as human, to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the look in the patient's eyes or the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. You bring hope and healing to one person, but that person belongs to a family, and that family belongs to a community. Together, these heroes of mercy and friends like you bring hope and healing to those who desperately need it. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org today. It was a goal that I wanted to achieve from the very beginning. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. I wasn't sure if I could do it. It was very hard for me, but the teachers, the counselors, they help you. One of the teachers was Miss Araceli. Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. Every single time I had a question, she'll put down whatever she's doing and she'll come over and she'll sit there with you until you get it. At age 47, with the help of his teacher, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. Getting your high school diploma, it is a life-changing experience. It really is. It catapults you to where you want to go. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I've got muscular dystrophy. That means my muscles are weak and it can be hard to breathe. Now is a scary time for everyone, as we are at a higher risk for respiratory infections. In good times and bad, the Muscular Dystrophy Association helps kids live with neuromuscular disease. The pandemic places more than 200,000 adults and children with muscular dystrophy at a greater risk. Breathing is often hard when you live with a neuromuscular disease, but the Muscular Dystrophy Association is here to help. MD is what ensures they receive critical medical care at one of over 150 care centers across the U.S. During COVID-19, kids like me are at a greater risk. The Muscular Dystrophy Association needs your support now more than ever. COVID-19 won't stop us. To learn how you can help, please visit HelpMDA.org. Thank you. This week in the State Line is on. Steve Summers with Rock for Mayor Tom McNamara. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning, Steve. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. And it was so nice to hang and see you at Rockford's Casino with Hard Rock, the opening act, the other day. Man, what... I- 
absolutely great to see you. And I think all Rock Fordians will be really proud when they see Hard Rock's opening act. Uh, we call it a temporary casino, but it certainly is their opening act. Uh, they've done a beautiful job on the interior. It looks like they're working really hard. They've hired over 280 employees or using local laborers to uh, do the rebuild. Uh, and local contractors and businesses. Uh, it's really exciting to see this finally come to fruition. Yeah, and it's just the opening act. I can't wait to see the main course. <laughs> I can't wait to either. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the uh, crime report that came out. It's a little bit better than previous months. The trend is up, but still we have a lot of crime, right? Absolutely. So, number one, uh, I'll say this everywhere, uh, we have way too much violence going on in the city of Rockford. That's absolutely a fact. Uh, I will tell you, although our numbers are not uh, wonderful where they where I want them to be and where our residents deserve them to be, if you compare January to September of 2021 against that same time period in 2020, our violent crime is now up 2%. Just last month, it was up 5%, so we continue to trend in the right direction, but again, not there yet. When you look at uh, our robberies during that same time period, we're down 10% in 2021 compared to 2020. Uh, When you look at property crimes, we're down 11% during that same time. Our our crime related to domestic violence is up. Uh, That crime related to domestic violence is now 40.6% of all of our city's violent crime. So it just underscores the importance of the mayor's office of domestic uh, violence and community violence prevention and underscores the importance of places like the Family Peace Center and Remedies. It's about people coming together, no doubt, to uh, if you see something, report it as well, because that all leads to helping the situation. Absolutely. And uh, you're coming together with the city of Rockford for a necessities drive. This is the first time seeing it uh, coming up in November, the first week or two of November. Can you tell us a little bit more about the necessities drive? I can. So last year in February, we did a diaper drive. Uh, and we just have we don't have a diaper bank here in Rockford. We don't have uh, a place that folks can get these basic necessities. So we're partnering this year from November 1st through November 14th to get donations. These donations can be diapers. We really need, by the way, size three and up in diapers. We can get, pull, uh, we'd like pull-ups, we'd like shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, those basic necessities that our young people and our uh, families need. Uh, and the all the donations will go to Head Start families. They will go to Voices of Inspiration who help the needy, and they'll go to Family Peace Center to uh, support survivors. And if you are kind enough to pick up some donations, you can drop them off between November 1st and November 14th at the City of Rockford City Hall. You can drop them off at all three police stations. You can drop them off at all three uh, of our major health systems, OSF St. Anthony, Mercy Health System, and Swedish American. And you can drop them off over at Voices of Inspiration, which is 3112 North Rockton Avenue. What I find unique is that when you work with the City Hall, all the hospitals, Jovan Bay, also UW Health and OSF, all get together and they help on this drive. It's not their drive, our drive. It's our community's drive, which is great. This really is, and I can't underscore the need. I mean, when you look at Head Start, those are helping low-income uh 
young people ages zero to five years old and their entire family. So uh, you look at Voices of Inspiration, helping those in need on Rockton Avenue, and of course, Family Peace Center. You're making a great donation to a, to three really wonderful organizations to help people right here in Rockford. So really appreciate uh, anyone's support and a big shout out to WIFR who's supporting this as well as Goodwill of Northern Illinois. That's right. City of Rockford Government Facebook page for more details about the drive, which is coming up the first two weeks of November. But before we get to that, we have Halloween, and you set the trick-or-treat hours for actually on Halloween Day. So you must be a purist when it comes to the Halloween trick-or-treating day, huh? Well, uh, or I'm just a father of two kids, and I fear them wanting two Halloween days. Um, (laughs) That's true. I was telling someone that if if you had Halloween on Saturday, uh, come Sunday, the real day, won't your kids still want to go trick-or-treating? So then you're having to do it twice. Uh, but no, our trick-or-treating here in Rockford, it's on Halloween, which is Sunday the 31st from 530 to 730 there's a lot of activities going on that entire weekend, a lot of trunk or treats. You have downtown uh, Spook the Blocks, I believe it is, where you, parents can go shopping and kids can get candy at all the local shops. So lots of opportunities to wear that costume, have time with your youngsters, and also have some fun as a parent. I know it's the weekend, but I don't want to get too uh, heavy into the uh, city council meeting on Monday. But aren't you voting on some of these uh, new things or is anything new on the docket for Monday night? I think Spooks on the Block was maybe one of those. I guess that was approved. Maybe I missed that. But uh, there's some other things, too, you're working on, correct? Yeah, so it'll be interesting what uh, comes up uh, on Monday. So there's a host of items. I'm never uh, – there's a a number that still have quite a bit of discussion left in them. There's a potential sip-and-shop liquor license where uh, small retailers may be able to purchase a liquor license. So if someone was getting a haircut or if someone was shopping at a bookstore, they could uh, purchase a liquor license so someone could have a glass of wine, things of that nature. Uh, But I would say this week should not be as busy as uh, last week was when we passed our budget. Barbara Coleman, the International Women's Baseball Center, and no property tax increase. So last week was busy. Yeah, you'll probably be in and out in 20 minutes this time instead of four hours like last time. (laughs) Now you've cursed it. Now we'll be there all night. (laughs) Always a pleasure to talk uh, and uh, enjoy just catching up and uh, great things happening for the city of Rockford. Just keep that roll going and, and we should be great. So thank you so much for your time. And that's this week and the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family, Illinois.